This is WCNO, Palm City, the good news station. Hello, I'm Gertrude Walker, Supervisor of Elections for St. Lucie County, reminding you to take advantage of early voting for the primary election. Early voting is August 4th through the 11th, including Sunday, August the 5th. For more information, call 462-1500. G4 Summer Camp is here. Ten weeks of Super Summer Camp has already started. Free breakfast and lunch. Drop off as early as 6.30 a.m. and pick up as late as 6 p.m. Huge AC game room, slime wars, water days, field trips, swimming, movies, bowling, parks, beaches, museums, cultural exhibits, laser tag, board games, video games, and much, much more. Every Friday, there is a fantastic theme party. G4 Summer Camp is located at 3891 Edwards Road in Fort Pierce, Florida, right in the heart of St. Lucie County. Easy access to I-95 and the Turnpike. Ten weeks of kid-tested fun has already begun. Space is still available, but limited. For registration or more information, the number is 772-464-1597. That number again is 772-464-1597. Golden Rule Academy, K-12, private Christian school. As parents, you want to make the best choice to empower your child to succeed. At Golden Rule Academy, we have the same goal. Let us help you educate and inspire your children to dream big. We offer accelerated curriculum, reasonable class sizes, caring and involved instructors, as well as art, music, physical ed, tutoring, and extracurricular music lessons, and of course, sports programs, including high school football. Our mission is to build confidence and to teach a love for learning. Golden Rule Academy is now enrolling for the 2012-2013 school year. Space is limited and scholarships are available for qualifying students. You can reach our office at 772-464-1597. That number again is 772-464-1597. Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarvis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14, 15 says, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. The healing of the land is in reference to rain. How does God heal the land? He rains on it. There ain't no rain. There ain't nothing growing on the land. I mean, when it don't rain, the ground gets hard. When it don't rain, the ground begins to get hot and, and the crust and... Come on, how many of you been down to the beach barefooted on uh, 2 o'clock in the afternoon in South Florida on an August day? It'll burn your little toes right off. Come on. <laughs> Amen. 
So the healing of the land is in reference to the rain. Look at verse 13. He says, When I shut up heaven and there is no rain, nor command the locusts to devour land or some pestilence among my people. So when we read verse 14, it basically says, When you seek my face, I'm going to give you rain. I'm going to put favor on you. I'm going to water the ground. There's going to be something come up out of there because I'm going to put favor on it. And when God puts favor on your life, how, much, how many know something comes up out of you that's good? He reigns on you, amen? Haggai 1 says, He withheld the dew until we begin to work on the house of the Lord. Then the rain began to come. I mean, the favor of God, the, the rain of God comes to us in the place of obedience, simple obedience. You don't obey, you dry up. Disobedience will bring a desert place to your life. That's why you can't keep sinning and expect favor on your life. Rain was a sign of affirmation. Somebody say affirmation. It meant I am with you. You're not alone. You're not in this by yourself. I'm right there by your side. I'm going to help you in the midst of trouble. I'm going to walk you through this thing. You have my favor. That's why Psalm 68 says, He did confirm that we were His inheritance with a bountiful rain. In other words, God comes to rain on us to confirm that we're His people. You're His people. You've been marked by God. And his favor comes on your life. So, you know, when you see people walk around with a bunch of favor on your life, that's a mark that they're a child of God. So, uh-oh. You mean all this holiness stuff I've been believing all my life? Don't own nothing, don't wear a watch, don't put no makeup on, all that ain't been right? No, it ain't been right. It ain't been right. You've been sold a bill of goods. My daddy's an abundant daddy. He's an abundant God. He wants you to have an abundant life. Thirdly, it represents the creative power of God. Somebody say the creative power of God. Genesis 2 teaches us there were seeds in the earth that had not yet sprouted, for the Lord had not yet rained on them because he had no man to care for them. He didn't put the rain out there because there was no man there. Amen? Isn't that right? So God doesn't rain on anything until he has someone to steward it. God doesn't put favor on you until you can take care of it, until you can steward it. First he said, ask. James says, you have not because you ask not. This is the lesson. This is the lesson of the brother of the prodigal son. He said, Daddy, you never gave me a fatted calf. You never threw a party for me. I was here all the time. I did all the work. I was out in the field. My sorry brother of mine went down the road and blew all his money and partied. And here I was busting my butt. You ain't never threw a party for me. You know what his daddy said? You ain't never asked. You had to ask me for a party. I had a party for you, son. Why didn't you ask me? Come on, somebody. Amen. Then he said, when you ask, when you ask, ask for the latter rain. Hmm. The first rain, the former rain was a soaking rain. That first rain that came soaked the ground. It prepared the soil for the seed. It was a constant rain. It wasn't, it wasn't a torrential downpour. It was just a constant rain, day in, day out. And it soaked the ground because the ground was so hard, it had been dry so long that it couldn't receive any seed. So the former rain would come and it would prepare the ground to be able to receive the seed. After the ground got soft, then you go down there and you could drop the seed in the dirt and cover it up with the dirt and move on and drop another seed in the dirt and cover it up. How many understand that we have to prepare our hearts? Come on, we have to prepare our hearts for the seed of the truth. We have the truth of his word, amen? That's the beginning of hope in our life. It's what sparks desire and gives us desire for the things of God. But then he said, ask for the latter rain. Listen to this very closely when he said, ask for the latter rain. The latter rain was the hard rain. 
The latter rain was the torrential downpour. It was the fast rain. It was the rain that came. It was, it was lightning and thunder and clouds in the sky. And the rain just downpoured. How many understand, if there wasn't a former rain, when the latter rain came, it just would have washed off all the ground. It wouldn't have even gotten to the dirt because the dirt was too hard. It just run right down into the canal and out into the ocean. Hit the rivers and the lakes. See, the, the latter rain assumes something in your life. It assumes that the ground is ready for the seed. So we got a lot of people that ain't got the ground ready for the seed and they're getting out there praying for the torrential downpour of God's blessing but their heart's so hard it can't receive what God's got for them and it just washes on away. The latter rain assumes that the ground is ready and that there is seed that has already been planted in the ground so it can start that germination. That's the promise of his blessing that's been put on our lives by Father God. We are blessed from a blessed God. Somebody say we're blessed. We're blessed from a blessed God, and wherever we go, we bring the blessing of God because we're blessed from a blessed God. How many know you're a blessing? You're not a curse. So when somebody said, you're stupid, and you ain't never going to do that, and you ain't going to amount to much, how many know they weren't telling you the truth? Because God said you're a blessing. And now we're going to take a break from the message. We will be rejoining Pastor Jason in just a moment. But first, I want to take this opportunity to tell you about Truth Church. Truth Church is located in the heart of St. Lucie County at 3891 Edwards Road in Fort Pierce. Our Sunday worship service starts at 10 a.m. Truth Church is a non-denominational Pentecostal church that has been serving our community for the last two years. There is a ministry for the whole family at Truth Church. Whether it's our monthly senior meetings, children's church, or youth group, there's something for everyone. We've been experiencing a powerful move of God in our services, and we would love for you to come and visit with us. If you're new to the area or you're looking for a home church, we invite you to come and join us. First, you will be our guest, and then you will be our family. Truth Church, a place for the whole family. See, really, it's all about just seeking Jesus. It's about seeking God, coming to the, coming to the throne of grace by faith. And getting into his presence and believing and letting that rain just soak you. Letting it just grow the promise of God. Let it just grow the potential of God in your heart. All the dreams, all the things that God put in you before he formed you in your mother's womb. The seeds that he planted there. Amen. So when it rains, Hebrews 11 says this, by faith we understand. Now faith. Somebody say now faith. I know faith is now. We've talked about this plenty of times around here. Faith is right now. It ain't yesterday, it ain't tomorrow, it's right now. Amen? It says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good testimony. By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. By faith Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain through which he obtained witness that, was, that he was righteous. God testifying of his gifts and through it through it, he being dead still speaks. By faith, Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death and was not found because God had taken him. For before he was taken, he had this testimony that he pleased God. What a good resume. I'd just like to have that on your resume. Uh, graduated from such and such school, went to such and such college, had this job. Oh, and please God. That's a good one, isn't it? Verse 6, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God, here we go, y'all ready? For he who comes to God must believe that he is, uh-oh, 
and that he is a rewarder. Somebody say, here comes the rewarder. And that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. I mean, that he's the rewarder. He's the rewarder. He rewards us. You ain't in it just to be in it. When you get to heaven, guess what? There is a reward. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. The church we are today ain't the church we're going to be tomorrow. And the church we were last year ain't the church we are today. God's moving. The Spirit of God is moving. Amen. Amen. And next year we'll be doing more. Come on now. Because I believe God is always taking us somewhere. He is a rewarder of those that diligently seek Him. I don't believe that we're just aimlessly wandering around Fort Pierce trying to have church. Well, let's get down there and do our duty and we're going to bless God. Praise the Lord. Let me go home and eat some turkey. No. Come on, we're down here diligently seeking God. And how many know He rewards you? He's going to reward this house. He's going to reward you. It's like Kim was talking about. When you sow your tithe and you sow your offering, guess what? You diligently seek God with your resources, then He rewards you. If you don't, then He don't. Mm. That's worth $100 right there. Go ahead and get your checkbook out. I helped a bunch of you and you didn't even know it. See, we get this thing in our head, man. We just get, we have all these setbacks. And we think, well, I got to press through in faith. I got to press through in faith. I got to press through in faith. I got to press through. No, sometimes you just need to seek the Lord. Because when you seek Him, He rewards. What happens is, is we're so busy trying to live for ourselves sometimes, trying to, trying to be the Christian, trying to be, oh my God, trying to be something that we already are. Hmm. So we get a setback, and we think, man, the devil's after me. The devil's going to get me. I got this demonic spirit over here is oppressing me, and this demonic spirit over here is oppressing me. And, and this, what? No, just seek the Lord. Hmm? Seek him with your time. Seek him with your resource. Seek him with your talent. Seek him in your prayer life. Seek him with your reading of his word. Seek him in counsel. Seek him in wisdom. And I'm telling you right now, you'll be so blessed that your storehouse cannot contain the blessing of God. Mm. I'm not kidding you. I make less money than I've ever made in my entire life working this job. And I'm not saying that to make you feel bad. But I don't make a lot of money here. But I am so blessed. Every year I had, I had all the time. My wife didn't work. My son was homeschooled. And you know what? I never had enough money to do what I want to do. See, we've got to get to this place where we understand that most of our setbacks are not setbacks at all. They're just setups. Because God's setting you up for a blessing. Because sometimes it looks like you're going down for the count and you ain't going to make it. And, oh, God, where are you? And I need a little bit of help. And why don't nobody love me? And we start throwing the party and sitting in the, in the mud puddle, crying tears, running down our face. And, and, and we're saying, God, where are you? And he's saying, I'm right here. I'm right here. Then the whole time you're in the mud puddle, you're being set up for a breakthrough. <laughs> Hebrews 6 is a very interesting scripture. Because when the book was written to the Hebrews, they were going through some very severe persecution. We don't know what that's like. When this was written, 
your brothers and sisters were being sawed in two. I don't imagine that's a pleasant way to go out. They were being fed to lions. They were being filleted like fish while they were alive, soaked in oil and set on fire. They were being persecuted when this was written. Amen? And then God inspires this word through the author and he says this, So then let us go on to maturity. I'm about to help everybody in here. Touch somebody and say, let's go on. We got to move on. I got to move on to maturity. In chapter 5, he said that there were some people that he wanted to teach to do a lot more stuff. And, and he wanted to teach them and he wanted to speak into their life and he wanted to bless them. But they did not have their senses trained to discern good and evil. They couldn't be able to tell the difference between what was right and what was wrong. Their senses hadn't been trained. Come on, does anybody know what I'm talking about? So he comes down and he says, in the midst of I want you to do, this is what I want you to do. I want you to go on to maturity. I want you to grow up. Stop blaming everybody else. Stop sitting around and get up and do something. Oh, Jesus. In other words, I want you to go on to the next level of your life and to the next part of your walk. I want you to graduate to the next dimension of your faith. You've been where you've been long enough. You've been suffering what you suffered with long enough. You've been dealing with what you've been dealing with long enough. It's time to move on. Come on, some of y'all know what that's like, don't you? Same mountain. There you go again. Well, that looks familiar. Hmm? About the 40th time around, you ain't got no hope. Somebody said, I got to move on. And he said, this is how you move on. The way you move on, he said, is the way you get there is you've got to leave behind continually repenting from dead works. Amen. So what does that mean? Coming to God over the same thing every week. And week after week after week after week after week after week after week with the same problem. He said, go ahead and get healed. Move on. Mm. How many know there comes a time in your life when you've got to start getting over what you've been trying to get over? Amen. Many, a lot of times in our life, we, 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 spend our, we spend our time and our days preoccupied with what we used to be. And we keep letting what we used to be hinder us from what God wants us to be. Well, you don't know what I've been through. Well, get past it. I serve a mighty God, a great God. He said, well, I got this spirit over here. Stronghold in this. Come on, you know what the most powerful spirit is on the Treasure Coast? Come on now. It's the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Ghost. Hmm? You don't have to be on the defensive squad anymore. You can get on the offensive squad. You can score a few touchdowns for Jesus. Come on. You don't have to play defense. Come on. You, you have an offensive weapon. It's called the Word of God. And when you mix it with a little bit of faith, there ain't a demon in hell that can stand against it. I mean, the greatest battle of your life is never over who you are and who you used to be. 
It's not. That's not the real battle of your life. The enemy is not contending with you over who you used to be versus who you are. That's, that's not the deal, amen? I don't care if what you used to be yesterday or 10 years ago is still plaguing your mind today. The real battle for your life is not between what is here and what was there. Because how many know that Jesus always, always, always speaks to your past redemptively? He had a redemptive plan. He set it in motion. And for some of y'all that don't know this, he completed it. Hmm? So how do you know that? Because when Jesus was hanging out right before he gave up the ghost, he said, it is finished. Meaning it's all done. Not I'm finished. It is finished. He wasn't saying I'm done, I'm done, I'm finished. I can't do this no more. These people have killed me. He was saying no. It is finished. I've come and done everything I needed to do for you to live in perfect liberty and perfect freedom and live the overcoming lifestyle that I have provided for you. Come on, somebody say, it is finished. finished. Hmm? He always has a redemptive plan for what you did and who you are. Because before you ever messed up, he already fixed you. Now, I know that might mess with some of your minds this morning, but that's the truth. Before you ever said a cuss word, before you ever fell into sin, before you ever got drunk, before you ever cheated, he already fixed you. Come on now. The Bible says, for while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. He didn't wait till you got all cleaned up. He didn't wait till your house got cleaned out. He didn't wait till you stepped into church. He did it before you ever even knew who he was. Hmm. He didn't say, well, I see you're wearing a suit to church, so I think I'll redeem you. It's about time you got your act together. No, 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 no. That's not what he did, ladies and gentlemen. Amen? That's not how he works. He said, I'm going to redeem them while they're messed up. I'm going to redeem them while they're possessed and oppressed. I'm going to redeem them when they don't even know they need a redeemer. I'm going to redeem them when they're full of the devil and full of the world. I'm laying it out there first. Come on, somebody ought to shout this morning. Amen? I'm going to fix them before they know they even need to be fixed. And I'm going to put in place a redemptive plan that can never be taken away. I'm going to put in a thing called the finished work of the cross. And give them the life that I created for them. Before they ever even know they got a life that was created for them. I mean, that takes a big God. Hmm? So the battle of my life is, is not between what I used to be and what I am. The real battle of my life is really between who I am and who I can be. Hmm? That's the battle. Who I am right now and who can I be? What can I do that's different? How can I increase? Thank you for joining us today for the Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. Hope you will tune in again each day, Monday through Friday, right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this week's message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. To pay by phone or simply make a love gift, you can call 772-461-8555. That number again is 772-461-8555. For more exciting information on our church, service times, and directions, you can check us out on the web at igniteyourworld.com. 
This has been The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner, and I'm your host, Bob Tarvis. See you next time on The Revealing Truth. Golden Rule Academy K-12 Private Christian School. As parents, you want to make the best choice to empower your child to succeed. At Golden Rule Academy, we have the same goal. Let us help you educate and inspire your children to dream big. We offer accelerated curriculum, reasonable class sizes, caring and involved instructors, as well as art, music, physical ed, tutoring, and extracurricular music lessons, and of course, sports programs, including high school football. Our mission is to build confidence and to teach a love for learning. Golden Rule Academy is now enrolling for the 2012-2013 school year. Space is limited and scholarships are available for qualifying students. You can reach our office at 772-464-1597. That number again is 772-464-1597. The Revealing Truth and Ignite Your World Incorporated thanks Joey's Cafe for their underwriting support of this week's broadcast. Joey's Cafe is a family-owned and operated breakfast, lunch, and dinner experience specializing in affordable home-cooked meals. Joey's Cafe is located at 6650 South Highway 1, St. Lucie Square Plaza, a mile and a half north of Prima Vista Boulevard. Ignite Your World Ministries, Truth Church, and all its affiliate ministries thanks Destiny Network and Bishop Tony Miller. Destiny Network International exists to serve pastors, local churches, and ministry leaders that make up Destiny Network International. For more information on joining the Destiny Network, go to www.destinynetwork.org.
Hi folks, tune in every Saturday at 11 a.m. for the Relive Lifestyles program. I'm David Leeds. Hear from people throughout the country who have achieved tremendous control of their health and finances through the balanced nutritional products being offered by Relive International Worldwide. Tune in every Saturday at 11 a.m. on WCNO for the Lifestyles program. More information is available at This is the Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. Welcome to Family Matters, a daily look inside the real world of parents and their children. 